The three types of terror. The gross-out. The sight of a severed head tumbling down a flight of stairs. It's when the lights go out and something green and slimy splatters against your arm. The horror. The unnatural. Spiders the size of bears. The dead waking up and walking around. It's when the lights go out and something with claws grabs you by the arm. And the last and worst one, terror. When you come home and notice everything you own had been taken away and replaced by an exact substitute. It's when the lights go out and you feel something behind you. You hear it, you feel its breath against your ear. But when you turn around, there's nothing there. Stephen King. Why do you have a copy of The Shining in your freezer? Oh, I was reading it last night and I got scared, so. <laughs> but uh, you're safe from it if it's in the freezer? Well, safer. I mean, I never start reading The Shining without making sure we got plenty of room in the freezer. (laughs) Welcome to Books in the Freezer, a podcast focusing on the deliciously disturbing world of horror fiction. I'm one of your hosts, Stephanie. And I'm your other host, Rachel. Let's talk about our upcoming bi-weekly podcast, Books in the Freezer. So in case you didn't recognize the clip at the beginning, our podcast title was inspired by the episode of the TV sitcom Friends, the one where Monica and Richard are friends. And that scene is when Joey and Rachel are talking that Joey has just read uh, The Shining and it terrified him so much that he decided to put the book into the freezer, hence the title Books in the Freezer. And basically, that's what we want to do for this podcast is talks about the kind of books that people want to put in the freezer, books that scare people so bad. Each episode is going to be topical. So we'll have episodes on books that take place in haunted houses or books about vampires, you know, books that are set during the wintertime. That'll be the basic setup of it. We will discuss our feelings about it. Did we like it? Did we think it was scary? We'll give you some book recommendations for each topic. Um, We'll be sure to talk about certain horror things that aren't necessarily books. And I think the best part is that we do plan to have guests on that talk about different kinds of horror that maybe Rachel and I aren't familiar with because, you know, Rachel and I don't speak for the entire horror genre. We definitely have our definite likes and dislikes and things that, you know, we haven't read too much of. So we hope to have some guests on to talk about, you know, certain things that we don't know that much about. Um, So we're really looking forward to that and hopefully even getting some authors on here to talk about some books. So Joe Hill, if you're listening to this, we are available and we will squeeze you into our schedule. So Rachel and I were talking and we just decided to start this podcast because they're just, I felt like there was a big lack of them, didn't you? I definitely did. I noticed that there's a lot of horror podcasts that seem to be focused on TV or, or more predominantly on movies, but... Both of us really had trouble finding any kind of podcasts that were focused on horror books in particular. And I feel like it's actually a problem not just in podcasts, but in general with review media, whether you're looking at blogs or YouTube. And I also feel like I have this issue in my real life. Like I am, you know, we are both part of the bookish internet and we both are a part of, you know, the bookish community in many ways. And I'm a part of a few online book clubs and all of them have like no horror stipulations and it drives me crazy. So I felt like we just needed a space. We just needed a space, Rachel. 
I think so. <laughs> and I think of the people we know, uh, both of us are too, like we're both horror enthusiasts. We always talk about like the darker, the better, and just always are drawn to these dark books. And, you know, exactly just to find kindred spirits online that hopefully share the same passion for horror and all the good dark, dark stories like we do and you know exactly have a space to talk about it for sure does your library have a specific horror section it does and it's about two shelves long it's so pitiful and of course we have like racks and racks of romance and suspense but I don't know it's it's such an underloved genre in my opinion and even someone pointed out to me that none of the big American or North American publishers actually have dedicated horror imprints which is crazy so I definitely think we're going to be focusing on you know obviously upcoming releases from both big publishers but I'd also like to include more indie recommendations oh absolutely I know my library certain branches have like a shelf or two that are all like the mass market paperbacks and they're filed under a cult <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like looking at these titles and it's like the troop. I'm like, eh, I would definitely not put that under like the occult. Um, yeah, but most of them are just in there with general fiction. And, you know, I have to scour the shelves to really find something and just try to go by the title and cover design and, and try to figure it out. So hopefully that'll change someday. We'll see. We're going to change the world, Rachel. Like, because of us, everyone's going to just have a dedicated horror section. <laughs> That's the dream. <laughs> I think so. So along that note, maybe we should run through our plans for a rating system. So going with the theme of our title of the podcast, we wanted to theme it around books in the freezers. So we're coming up with a scariness rating. Now, this isn't the same as a star rating. It doesn't necessarily say whether or not we enjoyed a book or whether... We thought it had literary merit, but simply just how scary it is. Because I don't know about you, but I feel like so much about horror when people are talking about it is they want to know how scary is it. Yeah. In my book club, they always want to know that. Like, will I be able to sleep at night after reading this? So we'll let you know. So our plan is to have three different categories. One being room temperature, those really safe books that are technically horror. Maybe they meet the particular themes or tropes of the genre, but you can pretty safely put into anyone's hands, even if they're a self-declared scaredy cat. We'll have those fridge books for those in between that are somewhat scary, but not truly terrifying. And then we're going to definitely be recommending some freezer books. So those really dark, intense, scary books, however you want to categorize them. Anything that we consider freezer worthy is going to be something that for us, in our opinion, is a pretty scary book. So that's our plan for setting up a rating system. I love it. It's funny because like a lot of people would think like people always ask us for freezer books, but I feel like actually people most of the time ask me for room temperature books. Is that the same experience you have or no? I'd agree with that or rather I'll recommend something thinking it's room temperature and then they'll message me back and say that was the scariest book. Thank you so much. It was so creepy. I couldn't sleep at night and I was like, that uh -oh. was creepy. <laughs> I, I have to adjust my personal scariness factor for what it is for the average person I feel like I've become terribly desensitized I don't know about you like oh I have do you would you say a lot of books scare you anymore not really I read them because I think the stories are just absolutely fascinating and they've always fascinated me um my first trip to the library ever I was in 
the first grade and you know our school marched us all down to like the school library and I checked out a Goosebumps book even though like that was way above my reading level at the time. (laughs) I just really wanted to read these kind of stories. I've always gravitated toward them. Um, My parents weren't big fans of that. They always kind of tried to steer me away from that just because I did grow up in a pretty conservative and religious household. Um, When I was a teenager, I was not allowed to read Stephen King. My mom said he was possessed by the devil and that's how and that's why he wrote such dark things that it was all the devil's fault and that I shouldn't meddle with that. Um, So, of course, when I moved out, the first thing I did was buy The Shining and (laughs) read that through. (laughs) Because I'm a rebellious adult. <laughs> hey, I waited until I was out of my parents' house and I was like, let's do this. Let's see what this is about. So that's really funny. Our families sound actually quite similar. My family is really conservative too. So they've never understood my love of these dark and creepy books. I actually grew up reading more so mysteries, things like Nancy Drew. I didn't actually pick up Goosebumps as a kid. But I would describe my journey to horror as the fact that I used to read horror-adjacent books and still do. So I love mystery, suspense, psychological thrillers. All of those dark murder mysteries are right up my alley. And there's kind of this running joke with my friends and family that I really like to read the stabby books. It's I don't know quite who started it, but it's stuck. And so I've gone to the point that people online will say, oh, you know, talk to Rachel if you need a dark book because she reads the stabby books. So <laughs> I've kind of started to uh, own up to Embrace it. Embrace it. Yep. <laughs> exactly. And make it my own. But that's always been me. I struggle with cute and cozy books. And so I found my Myself, always wanting to find darker mysteries, darker suspense. And eventually someone said, well, why aren't you reading horror? And I'm like, well, I, I have no idea why not. So I just started to pick up the books and they were right up my alley. No surprise. I love these like dark stories. You're going to find I really like like this dark, gruesome ones with a lot of intense scenes. And the darker, the better. I just, it's what I love. So oh, yeah, you're really into body know. horror, right? Yeah. Oh, I'm all for, yeah. If someone, what did, didn't, uh, didn't I kind of shock your husband the other day when I was describing how like, oh, I just want someone's like limb to get ripped off. You're like, I just want someone's eyes to get sewn shut and their limbs to get ripped off. That's just what makes me really happy. And my husband's like, who is this person? Yeah. Never speak to that person again and never tell her where we live. Hey, we're both weirdos. If you want to be a weirdo with us, you know, please tweet at us. Our Twitter specifically for the podcast is at Books Freezer. Our Instagram is at Books in the Freezer. If you want to shoot us an email, it is Books in the Freezer at gmail.com. You know, feel free to send us anything you want to see on the podcast. If you have anything to say about certain episodes, you know, feel free to contact us. And then you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at lady underscore Ganya. I will spell it out. That's at L-A-D-Y underscore G-A-G-N-O-N. And you can find me on YouTube at That's What She Read. And you can find myself, Rachel, on Twitter at shades underscore orange or on YouTube and Instagram at all one word, no spaces, the shades of orange. So we hope you'll join us next time for Books in the Freezer. (laughs) 